Hey, what's up, guys? It's a special episode of the Secret Language Podcast. That's right. You've been asking, and now it shall be given to you. I'm leading this podcast. Jesse, if you haven't noticed, it's Matt talking, not Jesse. You guys have been in the comments. Matt, lead an episode. We want to hear more from you. You get what you asked. Ask, and I'll give it to you. So Jesse's taking the back seat, although it is for Jesse. And I'm going to lead the the podcast. He is here. Hi. And he asked me to just do one because he was a little bit out of ideas. And boy, oh boy, I thought I made this up three minutes ago. And I'm excited. Tonight we're playing a, a little bit of a game show. A game show. That's right, boys and girls. I'm very excited. We're playing a game of... Who would win? Who would win? Who? We'll have to find out. Would win what? We'll have to find out. Because here's what we've got, boys and girls. We've got six contestants. We've got we've got six locations. And we've got three different type types of you need don't read these. I've got these papers on a the table. These post-it notes, and I can't let Jesse read them because it's supposed to be kind of funny as they're revealed. So we've got six locations, six competitors, and three types of competition. And so we're going to do a little bit of a a random gamble to start a tournament. And we're going to get after it. And it'll be be revealed as it goes. Jesse will be surprised. You'll be surprised. I'll probably be surprised. But we're going to have a good time. So this is... Who would win what with your host, Maddie V, and your guest, Jesse? That's correct. All right. So, first, we need to pick our competition for the first round. Uh, choose a number between one and three. Two. Two. Number two is Battle to the Death. Battle oh, to the death. so. Oh, we'll do a random pick of the competitors. All right. <clears throat> Who would win a battle of the death? The first competitor is Eight Foot Lobster. The second competitor <laughs> is Guy Fieri. Okay. Pick one or two, and you'll decide what the location is. Two. All right. That's right. A, a Wild West saloon. Okay. Battle to the death. Eight Foot Lobster. Guy Fieri. In a Wild West saloon, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Who would win? Right. Who would win? Uh, clarifying question. Mm. Does Guy Fieri have any dumpy sauce on him? That's your choice. I did not write that in, nor did I erase it. So Okay. I think on any given day, I mean, we've seen Guy Fieri smash lots of food. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's a big boy. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he stands a chance against... Mr. Eight Foot Lobster. Mm-hmm. I, I'd really like to see him just kind of kill him. Like crunch him in a claw? Yeah, just crunch him in a claw. Oh. I, I just don't think that Guy Fieri has the mobility to take on Eight Foot Lobster. <laughs> That's probably fair. Um, I would also point, and once again, my comments don't reflect anything. Jesse's the deciding factor here, but I would say I've never seen Guy Fieri cook anything. All he does on his show is eat. You know, you make an excellent point. Did, so even if it is like a like a lobster, which can be cooked, I don't think he knows how to cook anything. I think he only eats. <laughs> yeah. 
I was thinking that. I'm like, well, chef versus food, but he's not a chef, as far as we know. He just eats things. So and you know, frosted tips is frosted beer. tips and the bowling shirts. Yes. Yeah. So we're putting eight foot lobster. Eight foot lobster in a Wild West saloon would easily kill in a death battle, Guy Fieri. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I'm imagining you know Guy Fieri bust through the little swinging doors. Yeah. And then the eight foot lobster kind of like turns around on the bar stool, and just like pinches him. And then goes him right and, then, and then goes back to his juice. Yeah, just cuts him right in salt half, water. <laughs> hard cut. All right. Play the. Oh yeah, maybe that. <laughs> um, but this is the sound of the post-it note. Guy Fieri's out of the competition. Show at the door. Phil Holloway. All right. We're mixing them up. Boop, 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 boop. One through three. What's the competition this time? One. Ah, okay. So, in a battle of wits or riddles, we have our random competitors. <laughs> a samurai... Or Ernest Hemingway's evil son. Ooh. Pick one or two for the location. One or two. I, I gotta say one. Piggly Wiggly. Piggly so, Wiggly. at your local Piggly Wiggly, who would win a battle of riddles? A samurai or Ernest Hemingway's evil son? Now, I think Ernest Hemingway's evil son is very lucky that he did not <laughs> battle to the death of the samurai. <laughs> 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 that's been bad news that's the luck of the game it's the luck of the draw now, now I think I think being the son of a famous novelist would give someone some credit when it comes to riddles mm. be able to break down some of those words if you know what I'm saying but I feel like a samurai is also kind of smart poetic yeah I, th I, think, I think they've got to have some yeah they've got to have some credit there now, I think the location has a lot to do with it. The, local the, Piggly the Wiggly. Local Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. Is this our local Piggly Wiggly? Yes. Okay, I'm giving home field advantage to By the way, Hemingway's evil son. That's Bowling Green, Kentucky. Because, I mean, the samurai's got to travel, and it's just... Probably jet lag. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not fully ready for this competition. Yeah. So, I'm going to have to say Ernest Hemingway's evil son will win a battle of wits. In the local Piggly All right, so you you heard it here first, folks. Samurai would lose a battle of wits against Ernest Hemingway's evil son at your local Piggly Wiggly. He's a goner, out of the competition. All right, final round for the first round. The competition of Connect Four. All right, who would win Connect Four? Will it be a ninja or Robo Shack? That's right, Robot Shaquille O'Neal. One or two for the location, Jess. Uh, two. A a desert in the nighttime. A desert in the nighttime. Yes. Mm -hmm. Who would win a game of Connect Four? Ninja versus Robo Shack at a at a post sundown desert. Now, I think the post-sundown desert is going to pose some mental challenges with it being so cold. Mm. And so robots don't have feelings. It's true. So, Edge Roboshack. 
Edge to Robo Shack. Now the question about Robo Shack is, does he have Shack's intellect or just his size? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's swinging the balance one way or another. Connect four. I think I, you know, computers have been beating people at chess for like thirty years now, mm-hmm. and Connect Four is so much simpler. And I, I don't think a ninja has even seen Connect Four. So. Well, that's a little close-minded of you. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the say? Well, you got to um, pick. I, I mostly just want to put Robo Shack into a later. <laughs> I mean, just you just want to see just, him play later. I just want to keep seeing more Robo Shack. So fair enough. Robo Shack, it is. He wins by fair vote. So Ninja would lose a game of Connect Four in the desert at night against Robo Shack. He's a goner. All right, moving right along. Now, I realized I should have had an odd number because an even number. No, I had an even number. We had six. And now we're at the second round. We have three. So one of them is going to get a buy. Pick Ooh. a random number between one and three. Uh, three. Ernest Hemingway's evil son gets a buy. Ah. Lucky him. So we're up to our winner's bracket now. Pick a number between one and three to choose a competition, Jess. It's randomized this time. Two. Wits and Riddles. All right. So who would win Battle of Wits and Riddles between an eight-foot lobster or Robo Shack? And is this is going to be one or two to choose the location? Two. Two. Robo Shack's Robo Shack's grandma's house. Who would win a Battle of Wits and Riddles? Eight-foot lobster or Robo Shack at Robo Shack's grandma's house. Now, if it was an octopus, well, we know octopuses are very smart. Octopi. Octopi are very smart. Dolphins are very smart. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know about lobsters. So, I, I gotta say, we're not really sure of the intelligence of mm-hmm. a lobster, but we're certainly sure of the intelligence of Shaq. Hmm. I still think Robo Shack would beat an eight foot lobster because, like, you know, an eight foot—it's just a lobster. It has nothing to do with his intellect. He's just really big, and I don't think a little lobster would win either. So it's—it's it's not about being sizes. Well, we can talk about that in a future episode. But for now, I'm hearing that in the battle of wits, an eight foot lobster does not stand a chance against Robo Shack. Out of the competition. So now we've got our championship round. One through three for the competition, Jess. Three. Connect four. It always comes down to it, doesn't it, folks? Connect four. We've got our our title champ smashing the competition the last two rounds, Robo Shack, versus our our champion with a bye earlier. Ernest Hemingway's evil son. I don't have a first name for him, so we're going to keep calling him Ernest Hemingway's evil son. Evil Hemingway Jr. Barney. Barney. No, not doing that. Okay. So, connect four. One or two to choose the location. Uh, definitely two. Ah, I was hoping you'd say that. So, the game of connect four at a 1700s candle making shop. Who would win? Robo Shack? Or Ernest Hemingway's evil son. A 1700s candle making shop. Correct. 
Hmm. Now, I think the 1700s were not unfamiliar with Uber people, but they were certainly uh, uh, they were totally unaware of robo robots and Shaq. <laughs> so, again, I think you just got to go with the superior intellect of a robot. But I also feel like I feel like Robo Shack wins Connect Four, but then Ernest Hemingway's evil son kind of uh, calls out like some witchcraft, and so they like destroy Robo Shack. Mm. So I feel like they both win and lose in different ways. I would say the real winner was probably the candle shop owner who finds them both destroyed at each other's hand, and is like what is happening in my 1700s candle making shop? I've never seen any of these things before in my life. Or maybe the true winner is the journey itself. The journey itself. And that's what Airbud told me in Airbud 3. <laughs> but jokes aside, it seems like we've got ourselves a tie between RoboShack... No, no, RoboShack wins. He RoboShack. Won, he won Connect 4, but he got destroyed afterwards. Gotcha. So, so the question was about Connect 4. Right. RoboShack wins a game of Connect 4 against Ernest Hemingway's Evil Son in a 1700s candle-making shop. Were it a battle to the death? And were it RoboShack was unaware of this? And were it that Ernest Hemingway's Evil Son is just a murderer in cold blood? He would obviously win that fight. But in terms of Connect 4, RoboShack... Reigning champion! And, ladies and gentlemen, if you disagree on any of these fights, which I'm sure you do, take it up with us on Instagram. I'd like, I will put out a poll. Oh, I was about to say, I don't care. No, okay. But that's actually a lot better because that'll get us, that'll get us a little bit of, a little bit of traction with the media, a little bit of, a little bit of talking with the folks, grassroots campaigning. So I say, this has been the Secret Language Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk to you next week. I've been Jesse Vaughn. And I've been the announcer for this game show. Goodbye.